0: NFL Nation, we are back. We are back. Big week, week 3. Week 3 is where things for me really start to get exciting. We have the data. We can see how teams are playing, who can't stop the run, who has no defense, who are we targeting. This is going to be a fun week. But what I've also noticed for this week is DraftKings can notice those things too, and the pricing is getting tougher. So, there's not as many obvious plays as the guys that look like the good plays, you got to pay up for. So we're here to break it down for you. Who are we targeting this week? What are we looking for? How did we do last week? Uh, Dave, how you doing tonight?
1: do doing good. Missed you last week. Um, definitely uh, excited to have you back and, and see what you roll out here this week. Um, this is going to be a fun one. I'll give a quick recap last week. Got to give our man Jay props. Hit the best lineup last week. We weren't as hot as we were week one. Um, but we did have some really solid plays, and Jay led that with the Christian Kirk. Uh, I think, you know, he's a guy that we really all got to focus in on now. T-Law's throwing, and he's the number one. So um, good good props there to Jay. We also had a few other decent plays. Jawan Johnson at tight end got 10 out of that role. That's a 4X value. And then we also had, you know, we talked to Monroe St. Brown. We were going to put him in. We ended up backing off and going DeAndre Swift, but he still came through in a couple other running backs. So good overall week.
2: But congrats to Jay for the for the week two title. Forget about me, man. Congrats to both of you guys. Who would have thought? You guys are both tied for first, two and zero in the <laughs> NFC East. Like I, I know, Joe, you weren't thinking that. Like you weren't thinking that the, the the Giants can start two and zero. I know this guy over here, Dave. These Philly guys, you know, they get high on their own supply pretty quickly. So I, I know they were thinking they're going to be two and zero, but. Props to the Giants, man. I didn't see this coming. I really did not see a 2-0 star. I was high on our offense. And I and I I don't know if you guys saw on Discord, but I put up all my props. I I begr I wrote the word begrudgingly embedding Kenny Galladay's over props. And I don't think he was on the field for for two plays. Like two plays? Two. Two, two plays. Two. Yep. Supposedly he checked out like in the locker room. Like didn't yeah. even, like he he wasn't even there at the end of the game. So I had a bad feeling about it, but I thought it was going to be like only the live body. So I bet it on Saturday, found out Kadarius Tony was playing on Sunday. So I had a bad feeling about that going in. But Joel, 2-0 for your Giants, man. Pretty damn impressive. How, how do you feel about that? Are they a real team or is it just a, a good start?
0: So they, they're better than I thought. Um, I like the coaching staff. They still have to make some improvements, but I I, I don't think they're going to all of a sudden disappear because I like I said for me in of the year they have an easy schedule like they they're not they're not going to play the toughest teams in the league. I think they're going to finish with a pretty good record because of the the ease of their schedule. Um, and then we'll see, right? They're a very young team, so if they can stay competitive the they should just get better as these most of these guys are, are pretty young.
2: Yeah, let's see what happens, man. So let's get the show started here. We're going to do our draft cast, you know, decide what pick we want. But Joe, kick us off, man. We got Thursday night football only a couple days away. Probably going to be a super boring game. It's the Steelers and the Browns. The over-under is 38. Maybe, you know, go with no touchdown score, you know, for the entire game. That might be possible. But you start us off, man. You had a, you had a, you're coming off a bye week yourself. You've all rested. Who do you got
0: scoring the first touchdown on Thursday night? I think the fun bet to make, and that's what we're making here. It's the first touch score is a fun bet. I like the odds that we can get on David Bell at twenty eight to one. He's a rookie. I think he's he's a guy who um, is underappreciated. I think he's a really good football player. He's someone we played in college last year all the time. Uh, at twenty eight to one, he's been getting on the field for him to catch one and get that first score. I think is within the realm of possibility.
2: Dave, you can go next, man. I, I have a feeling you're a Nick Chubb guy, but let, let's see you talk this one out.
1: I'm not. I'm going with the Friarmouth out of Penn State. Um, Cleveland, surprisingly, 14th against tight ends fantasy-wise this year. I say surprisingly because they've gone up against the vaunted Ian Thomas. And who's the Jets' tight end? Uh, Conklin. And somehow they've lit up, you know, nine catches and 120 yards to tight ends. Um, so they're they're getting lit up a little bit by bad tight ends. Friermuth's a pretty good tight end. Mitch Trubisky, pretty bad quarterback. Usually they connect when you you know that's a safety valve. Plus twelve hundred, I
2: like his value. That was actually gonna be my pick, so you kind of you kind (laughs) of screw me over there. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go one of these quarterbacks. I think one of these quarterbacks. They both have some rushing potential. I do like Frymuth a bunch. I think that's a great play. He's probably got the best odds for a receiver. You know, out of anybody here. Let's go with some Mitchell Trubisky at plus 3,500, man. 35 to 1. If he sneaks one in, look, he's probably playing for his job at this point. Like, it's getting closer and closer as weeks go on. So, if if things break right, you know, third and one at at the one-yard line, you know, third and goal, whatever you want to consider. 35 to 1, I'll take that. Anytime touchdown, I'm going to jump you guys. I'm going to take Frymouth for anytime touchdown. I think he'll find the end zone. It's going to be a low-scoring game. But give me Friar with pretty good odds, plus 230 to score a touchdown. I gotta pick somebody. The easy one is Nick Chubb. Um, but I'll go fryer move at plus two
0: thirty. Yeah, I need, I need to be honest with you here. I I was I had Trubisky picked as my pick okay. as well. And I then I panicked and I was like, I don't want to put my name behind Trubisky. <laughs> and I was like, this is the next guy, Bell. Let's go, Bell. I couldn't take Trubisky. And then when you said I was like, all right, all right, fine. Five someone on it too.
2: Jacoby can get in too, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Jacoby here either. So maybe you should just rock your biscuit at any time. And you know, Jacoby's there at plus 552. These are fun bets, but someone someone yesterday bet Stefan Diggs to score anytime touchdown. Stephon Diggs to score two touchdowns. Stephon Diggs to score three touchdowns. And he he loaded up on he all up. of them. I think he I think he won like four or five thousand dollars. Somebody posted it, but pretty interesting and pretty interesting for DraftKings, man. I was telling everybody I like the Bucks um money line it was only minus 130 gets the saints but i say you know what with that you know if you, or you're up 10 you automatically win the bet on DraftKings. i'm like why not fire away if they go up 10 and somehow blow it late i can still go ahead and win my bet regardless so i did that with them did that a couple of times throughout the season but i saw um it was just posted on twitter before the show they've lost 75 million dollars from that bet being available, if you go up seven or up ten, that they're cutting it off week three. Like they already, they they took a beating on Thursday night that KC Chargers game. They lost twenty five mil straight up on that. I took the, the Chargers. Chargers. The yep. Chargers went up ten early or seven mm-hmm. early. They do it at seven or ten at different ratings. But you got the Chargers at plus one sixty five. Mm-hmm. They paid out guys like Dave and everybody else. And then I had the Chiefs on the backside, and they went up seven or 10, whatever it was on that game. So they paid out both sides and they've been paying out both sides on some of these games where you lose 75 million in two weeks, probably a good time in this recession to, to not do that much longer. They got, they got raked, man, like badly, $75 million. I was telling people like, this is an easy way to ensure your bet. If you like a line, I was even thinking about taking like the bills last night, but I'm like, God forbid they lose, like, the money line was, like, yeah. minus 350. It's, like, not really worth it at that case. But, like, chances of them going up 10 are pretty damn high. I, I thought about the Packers won against the Bears. And they, I don't think they're going to bring it back, but it's it was risky, and they definitely lost a ton of money doing that shit, man.
1: That's funny. I, and I definitely played a lot of those, but you know what it is. Get people hooked. Uh, they'll get that 75 mil back pretty quick. So um, one guy I wanted to throw out at you guys. I think I'm going to put George Pickens in there for any time, plus 550. Um, Carolina's been not very good against number twos. Robbie Anderson had over 100 in uh, Carolina. I mean Cleveland um, in game one against Cleveland. And then last week, uh, Garrett Wilson lit him up, right? So Elijah Moore didn't. So looking, I want to look off the track of Deontay Johnson. Claypool hasn't been great. I think Pickens could get in there for his first. He's only had two catches so far, but he was all the hype,
0: right? Yeah, and he looked good this preseason, too. I mean, he, he made some plays. I think it's a matter of time before they get him involved. My only concern with Pickens is Mitchell Trubisky. That's I think yeah. the talent there is someone's got to get it to him. And so I think when, when they figure that out, I think he's going to be a stud. Yep.
2: All right, man. So we're at that point where we can kind of start doing uh, our draft cast right now. I won first, so I don't know. I think – I don't want to do the the. I'm gonna go with pick two, and since Joel, you had the week off, I'll I'll let you go ahead and take pick one. Slide Dave in the three hole. He pushed me in the three hole last time. I kept getting yeah, like, confused. So. I kept on getting confused of what pick I had, and it was that awkward pause in between every pick. So I think I feel more comfortable going in the two hole. So Joel, man, you can go first. Dave, I'm gonna pop everything up here in a second. This is a big slate. Joel, before you go into picks here, what's your thoughts about this slate as far as stacks and strategy right now? Where, where are you looking?
0: I think where I'm leaning in terms of a general strategy, this slate especially, but I think more in, in general long-term, I think you got to save salary where you can at running back and where you want to spend your money is at these receivers. You're getting a point per reception. Um I think as we've seen at the beginning of the year, some of these running backs have not been as great as maybe we'd expect. But um, even with that, you know, I think the the league is turning where you can find some value in some of these cheaper backs, and you know, someone getting you if you get a cheap back at sixty yards and a score, that's more than enough value. If you if you hit on these stud receivers who have been going off, so that's where I'm heading now. Is I'm looking to really attack passing games and try and find value at running back.
2: All right, so you go out there and, and do your thing, man. Take the first pick. I'll be in the two-hole, and Dave has got the, the rebound at three. So go first,
0: buddy. Dave, I don't know if you're going to like this or not like it, but I'm going to go with the first pick with Miles Sanders. Uh, the Eagles running back. Listen, this is a dynamic running game. See, so I'm- glad he
2: did that, man. So glad, because I'm taking Jalen Hurts number two. So we're <laughs> we're going to spike, Dave. When you said, <laughs> Dave, you're not going to like this, and you went in and go type in a name, I'm like, oh, shit, he's taking Jalen Hurts. My strategy backfired, but – Go with Miles Sanders. I'm going to go with Jalen. So you can plug in both those names while we talk about how good the Eagles are and we take all these Eagles away from Dave, who obviously is an Eagles fan. He went to the game last night, so that must have been fun. But, Joel, talk about Miles Sanders, man.
0: So my thought process here is, one, leaning right into what I just said, right? This is a great value at running back, one of the best rushing attacks in the league, uh, playing what hasn't looked like to be a very good defense in the Washington defense. Uh, I think the concern with him here is he could lose all his rushing touchdowns to Jalen Hurts, obviously who you're taking next. Uh, But at 5,500, if he gets two of those, uh, I think you're doing two things here. One, you're getting a ton of value. And two, Jalen Hurts is going to be really popular. And so, therefore, most people aren't going to play both Hurts and Sanders. So you probably get an under-owned Sanders. So there'll be some value as well from a GPP perspective.
2: There you go.
1: I like it. I I mean, I got to admit, like you said, the running game is, is dynamic. Um, I think we've seen Washington be a little bit exposed. We talked about Chase Young being out. And it's it's obvious. It's Miles Sanders' backfield right now. So I think you you do have to take advantage of that while it's you know still hot. So I, at 5,500, he's one of the best values on this board.
2: So you're up, Dave, man. Let, let's see what you got, man. Hopefully we spiked you. Now you're really confused. You don't know where to go. Oh, I am not. Man, I do know. Oh, this, some guy was kind of good at football. Okay, I got it. Yeah, good so listen. 24 targets. In two games? Sign me up.
1: Um, he's been averaging 31.4 fantasy points on DK over his first two games. Monra St. Brown is, is just, he's a machine. And then I watched what the Vikings did last night and I'm pretty sure they can't stop anybody, so they just go back in this shell. Um, he's going to have 12 targets again. At this price value, you know, 30 is in range again. So, I, you know, we're not going to let him slip like we did last week. I'm going to take him first and I'll take a Monroe St. Brown. The hard part I guess for me is trying to figure out where I'm going to dance back with value, but I am going to grab this guy just so you guys don't, I don't know if he's on your radar, but Damian Pierce had a game this week where they finally decided he's their guy. I mean, I say finally, it's only week two, but he got all the running back carries 16 for 77. And I just think we have a a situation where he's just going to be getting better every single week. Like those rookie running backs do in the past few years, Um, Chicago, Let up 133 to Aaron Jones on the ground.
2: Let's go with Damian Pierce. I like how you guys are setting me up with the plays that I want to take. Look, I got our projection model open. I got our lineup optimizer open two different set of projections. They both got this guy as the best value at the running back position. Mike Evans, much respect to Mike Evans, man. Like, I don't know if you guys saw what he did, but he -hmm. goes out there and just nails Lattimore and, and sends him on his ass with like a nice little shove, man. And, I don't know. I give him respect for backing up Brady and going out there. I really don't think you should be suspended for one whole game for just shoving somebody who was, like, kind of in a tussle with your quarterback. Like, players definitely done worse than that. Like, a a little shove like that, I don't know, man. So, give me Leonard Fournette. um, Nice little value spot. Good matchup. Not great matchup. But with Mike Evans out, Chris Godwin out, the, the Bucks pick up Cole Beasley today. So they're obviously desperate for some pass catchers. So I think Fournette go in there, catch some more passes. Should be an up-paced game here. Green Bay doesn't scare me from a defensive standpoint. And a nice fair price, 6500 for a guy that's on the field. He's got 24 touches in his first, second week, 21 in the, sec- in the first week. He's getting targeted for some pass catching as well. This should be a higher scoring game than the first two games against a good defense in New Orleans and a pretty good defense in Dallas who can't score. So this is this is a team in Green Bay that got run on a little bit by Chicago, and this should be a higher scoring game here, you know, with Brady versus Rogers. So give me four net at a nice price tag.
1: Yeah, I hope at the end of you know their NFL career, they, they line up in the boxing ring. You know, a little Le'Veon Bell versus uh, who was it the
2: other day? Um, uh, Adrian or- Peterson, yeah. he not yeah. he yeah,
1: let's get I was evidence shocked, evidence. man. If
2: I if I had a chance to put money on there. I definitely would have thought AP is a tough dude. Yeah. He'll beat Le'Veon Bell, but Bell just put him down, man. Out cold. So, who's up here? Joel, back to you, I'm assuming, or? Yep. You got one more. You got one more. No, I'm in the middle. I can't have one more. That's why I picked the middle, so I I don't have any double picks, man.
0: Even better. Um, I'm going for get right week. So, what I'm doing here, two guys I'm taking back-to-back that relatively disappointed last week and i think they're too good for that to happen back-to-back week so we're getting a get right week with first justin jefferson who um you know was really slowed down by the eagles secondary i don't see that happening this week against a detroit team that hasn't been able to stop a nosebleed Uh, i think he's going to get right and have a pretty big day and they're going to get him the ball as much as possible and i'm going to follow that up with Devontae adams who has a plays a, a tennessee defense who just got absolutely torched by stefan diggs uh again they don't want they just spent a whole lot of money on Devonte adams it doesn't even look good to see him catch two balls they're gonna get right with him this week and they're gonna get him the ball early and often so i'm spending a lot of my money here on these premium receivers but i think both guys are due for a big week
2: yeah with me i'm gonna go similar to that um joe mixon just didn't find the end zone cincinnati's in trouble They can't keep Burr upright. The best way to keep him upright is actually start running the ball. Great matchup against the Jets. We saw what Nick Chubb did last week. Look, Joe Mixon getting all the touchdowns. He's actually getting targeted. 13 targets as well in the last two games. So he's getting targeted with balls out of the backfield. He's just not scoring touchdowns. That's why you don't see the fancy points there. Fairly priced, 7,600. I want a bell cow. Give me Joe Mixon backing up Fournette and Hurts now. I think all three of these guys score touchdowns, so I like the start of this. So, Dave, on you, my man.
1: Yeah, Mixon's been in your lineup three straight weeks. So I'm starting to I'm catching a trend here, Jay. But um he's got to score you know, a I, touchdown this week, man. He's doing yeah, yeah,
2: times a charm, man. I
1: love it. I love it. Listen, talking about a guy that can score touchdowns, I think is underpriced this week. And I'm going Stefan Diggs. Um, he's sitting down there at the fifth or sixth rated receiver on DraftKings. I'm getting him for under 8K uh miami we saw what they did against baltimore in a shootout this week we could have something similar the only thing i've seen is baltimore i mean buffalo miami have played under four of the last five games so it'll be interesting but at this value i still think it's a good at this price i still think it's good value so i'll go Stefan diggs and then i was torn here if i should really pair this up but i'm gonna wait and um like you guys i've seen some some value out there in other positions. I'm going to go Evan Ingram. Um, Ingram, he had eight targets this week, and and we talked about Jacksonville uh, being able to move the ball through the air lately. I I think he, you know, tight ends have been scoring mid-range. They haven't been scoring a ton. If I can just get double digits out of my tight end at 3,700, I'm ecstatic. And against the Chargers team that, you know, that's a projected high-scoring game, I'll take Ingram in this one.
2: There you go. Um, The stack you needed this past week was a game stack. You know, as far as Baltimore and Miami, it just went bonkers. The way it started, I'm like, okay, you need a Lamar Jackson, and that's pretty much all you needed because he went out and had that 75-yard touchdown. But then after some apple picking with my daughter, I I turned back to score. I thought the game was over, and Miami did something I never thought would happen. Like, I I saw the talent there, but I never really believed in Tua, just the way – never really did but obviously worked out for the Dolphins went out there miraculously won that game game stacks a way to go out there and win GPPs if you had that game stack of Tua Tyreek Waddle and ran it back with Mark Andrews you were in line for the million maker that's the core you needed so I'm hoping to build around that core here I'm gonna go with AJ Brown kind of a, a down game but still got eight targets and somewhat of a blowout so you know if If Washington can keep pace here against Philly, Philly's defense look really sharp against Minnesota, but they're going on a road here to Washington. Washington's going to try to play them tough. So give me some A.J. Brown, kind of a bounce back spot for him, but still eight targets. He'll find the end zone. He should do better against a Washington secondary. Just complete trash here. It's getting lit up by everybody. So A.J. Brown to pair with Jalen Hurts, stacking that Philly game.
1: Good pick. Um, You know, just from a Philly perspective – uh Devontae smith had no catches in week one so they were going to get him the ball this week and i think that's where they laid um their money on so i think it's back to a.j brown this week good pick
0: yeah i I like that pick as well a.j brown is a stud (laughs) um he he looks good so if 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 hurts can get him the ball they're they're gonna be a problem um all right so i'm gonna go i gotta get some value I, i paid up a lot of money in my receiver position so i need to find a way to balance out my lineup with my first pick, I'm intentionally targeting the Baltimore Ravens secondary. Um, we saw last year they were bad. I thought they made improvements. Obviously, what we saw last week, you know, the Patriots don't have the the skill players that the Dolphins have. But in fantasy, I like looking for those teams that have that funnel defense. Right, the Baltimore's got a good run D. They're gonna make it hard for you to run. So you kind of have to throw. And the guy showing the most success through the air is Jacoby Myers. I mean, he had. What 11 targets last week, just under hundred yards. Um, I think they're going to have to go to him again. And at 5k only, I think, you know, it's a really good price. So I think it's at least pretty safe to get a bunch of receptions. And then I'm going to follow that up with another guy. Just kind of, I want to get as many targets as I can. And unfortunately, I don't love doing this. I'm going for two pass catchers on the same team, but I'm going to follow that up with Irv Smith Jr. Who had eight targets last night. Now, a lot of that was game script. They were down. Jefferson was kind of blanketed. I don't anticipate him getting another eight, but I do think the talent is better than his price tag at 3,100. This is a guy who I think can end up being a top seven or eight tight end by the end of the season. So at 3,100, I think that's a great number for him.
2: Yeah, I like the call there. Both those guys work for me. Looking at the rest here, I'm trying to bounce around here to see if I want to go defense, tight end, or go to some wide receiver help. Hmm, give me a second here. Kind of sort through here. Yeah, let me go Oof. wide receiver. Let me go wide receiver, and I'm going to go with – damn, this is tough right now, man. This is tough. What do I have penciled in here? Let me go and make Sticks happy. I'm going to go with McCole Hardman in, uh, you know, in an offense that's going to go out there and put up some points. Sticks has been high on this guy the entire year. Fairly priced here, going against Indianapolis. As long as Hardman's okay, he's got a questionable tag. You know, he went down with a little ankle injury, but before that, he was targeted a bunch. As long as Indy can keep this game close, take a wild card on Hardman. Hopefully, finds the end zone.
1: Nice, yeah. I mean, one of the higher totals too out there. Chiefs are always dangerous. I like it. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pair up Josh Allen in this one. Um, Try and see if we can get a little lightning strikes twice against Miami. Uh, I am spending up. I get it. I don't always spend up on quarterbacks, but last week I got burnt with Lance. Um, that At this point, I think I want to have at least a safe play at quarterback. So I'll go with Allen to pair with Diggs, and then I'm going to co- come back with some value, at least I hope it's value, um, at receiver in Russell Gage. And a lot of this is what you talked about earlier with Mike Evans. Uh, no Mike Evans this week. I think Gage is going to – and obviously uh, no Godwin either. You know, it's going to be Fournette. It's going to be a couple other guys. Gage could be sneaky in this one. At 4,700, I think we have some real value there, especially, you know, Green Bay's not that stellar defense we saw. Um, Justin Jefferson went wild in week one against them.
2: Yeah, I like that call. I'm going to go with defense. I need some value here. Give me Seattle defense going against Atlanta at home. They look pretty good against Russ, and I need value here. So I think they're the best, you know, value D here. You can take a shot on a couple other defenses, but give me the Seahawks, 2,700 give me some value.
0: All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm... – I'm in a tough place here. I'm torn about where I'm going to go out. I'm going to make a pretty, uh, you know, I'm torn between two guys and I think I'm going to go with somehow, some way I'm going to go with Joe Flacco. Um, the Jet quarterback. Yeah. So I need to find a value. quarterback. Flacco. I was down between two, uh, but at the end of the day, Flacco threw for 300 yards twice. It doesn't look like this Jets team is going to establish a run. If anything, they'll probably be playing behind again this week against Cincinnati. Uh, And with my second pick, I like what I saw out of Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, I think is going to be a stud. He looked really good last week. They pummeled him with something like 14 targets. So I'll go with that, with that pairing, expecting them to go down big and have to basically do what he's done for two weeks straight is play from behind, get those garbage points count the same. So at his price tag of fifty three hundred, I can I think if we can get us anywhere above two hundred fifty and a score or two, that'll that'll pay off his his salary.
1: Yo, that's that a shocker. Is... I'm just gonna say it's a shocker, but I get it. Like Flacco had led the league in attempts in Week One, obviously had to lead that comeback in
2: Week Two. So man, if you hit that, uh, you're in great shape with that lineup. Look, he's got Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. So yeah. you know Flacco doesn't have to do much if he gets fifteen twenty. And then Wilson looked great. I uh, believe he cursed out a little kid, which wasn't the best look. Okay. Was it Wilson or Elijah Moore did that? One of those two guys. I think it was Wilson cursed out a little kid in Cleveland after scoring that touchdown. But I'm going to go value, complete this game stack again. Give me 3,500 Logan Thomas. Um, hopefully he finds the end zone again. He scored a touchdown in week two against Detroit. Look, if Jalen Hurts goes out there and gets, you know, full throttle scoring points, With some AJ Brown. I need Logan Thomas as my run back to kind of go in there as a GPP lineup. We're playing GPPs here. Got the low owned Hardman and then hopefully a lower owned Logan Thomas where everybody's probably going to go to Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and Antonio Gibson. I'll go a little bit off. Go Logan Thomas, 3,500. Nice value for a tight end spot. All
1: right, Jay. That leaves you with 10,200 on your way in for your last two. Joel, you have 8,000 left for your last two. I got 13-5, but I got three I got to kind of purge through here. And um, it, it makes it a little tougher, obviously. So I, I think I will try and, you know, pair my defense up now, uh, get that out of the way, try and spend low. And it, you talk about game stacks, but in defense, it's really interesting because last week, some of the worst defenses really got the best points, the Jaguars. Um Obviously, one that, that lit the Falcons,
2: lamp. So, the Falcons somehow got there, which is bonkers.
1: It, it, it really was. And, um, you know, there's a couple lowly owned teams. And I'm going to go with the New York Jets.
2: <laughs> I don't mind the Jets. The Jets I was looking. Like, if, if somebody grabbed the Seahawks, I was going to go Jets. I don't mind that at all.
1: It, as long as he's getting sacked, and he being Joe Burrow, 1,000 times, which it feels like he is, I think he's been sacked 12 in the first two games. Um, It's just going to put a lot of pressure. I don't care if the Bengals score points, but if we can rack up those sacks at 2,400 and somehow get somewhere in the 8 to 10 range, we're we're really doing well. So I'll take the Jets, maybe even get lucky with the pick six like uh, Steelers did against Burrow in week one. So that puts me at 38-9. So I got about 11 to spend. So I am going to spend up on that, you know, like you guys like to say, the bell cow up there. Um, I don't know what's going on with this team. Um. But I think – yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, all right, I'm going to go Eckler. Uh, you know, I, I feel like they're just really underusing Eckler, and I, I think we all know that as fantasy owners. And this might be the get-right week against Jacksonville. So I'll go Eckler, leave myself about 3,000 left for a flex, and I'm, I'm okay with that.
2: I like that call. kind of works for me. I'm going to go another value spot. We all got lucky with him, I feel like, to some extent in week two. Nobody really played him in week one. I think people will be off him slightly in week three. They should be playing from behind again. Give me some Greg Dortch, 4,300. Can't mm-hmm. really burn you in a nice total. Um, and, you know, I think the Rams are going to go ahead. Murray's going to be in the same spot, running for his life. They probably lose the game, but. Hey, let them lose the game. Let them be down even more than they were last time. As long as they can keep that pressure off them. So they can get a couple balls out. I think Dorch will be an okay GBP lesser owned this week as well in a matchup against the Rams.
1: Yeah. Rondell Moore, I think is still out. So I, I think that's a good, uh a very good pick.
0: Yeah. He looked good. He looked like t- Kyler looks to target him. So I think at his price, that's a good value. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with one of my favorite value plays on the board, and it's a running back, and it's Josh Jacobs. You know, all the talk all year was about how, you know, it was going to be a split backfield and how he's going to lose a lot of guys, and that just hasn't been the case. But the price has been not adjusted. I mean, they're really pricing him down in the low 5,400. This Tennessee defense has not been good against a run. They got lit up by Saquon. The Bills were able to do basically whatever they wanted. They threw the ball for most of the time, but – they didn't have any trouble moving the ball throughout the day, so uh, I'm happy with Oakland offense and scoring as many points as they can this week. And then to close out my roster, I'll, I'll pick the Carolina defense going up against Jameis Winston, who knows <laughs> going to throw at least one pick. So I'll take my chances that on getting a turnover against Jameis Winston
2: here. I need your guys' help right now. I know it's a competition right now, but let's just talk. You know. If you're a subscriber watching, you know, you're trying to build out lineups, you kind of get in this spot here where I got 5,900 left. I can't tinker right now because, hey, we already locked the rest of our lineups. But I got got some options here. You got David Montgomery. Don't really like him at 5,900. But went out there against Green Bay, 15 attempts, 122 yards, caught two passes, going against a Houston D. You got Montgomery there. I got – Michael Thomas against Carolina. Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Darren Waller, um, Lockett, who had a decent game, Cordell Patterson, who just figures out ways to kind of score points. Um, Lockett looked better. Drake London looked good. Rashad Bateman. Henderson I was thinking about, but he was splitting touches um, with Akers, so that's going back and forth. Allen Robinson in play. Do you guys love anybody here at this 5,900 range? Um, what's your thoughts? Break London, London I, against Seattle.
0: Mm-hmm. I was a Kyle
2: Pitts swan song. Is not going to affect him. Where, you know, I you know, don't know. He out- just
1: seems like clearly a talent that I'm starting to target, and and obviously they are starting to just go to you know in in certain tough situations. I they don't have really anyone else. I I think he's a stud too. Like Joel said about Garrett Wilson. This this class is good. And I think London is very good.
2: Joel, what's your thoughts here? You're you're on London. Do you like the the Thielen, the Montgomery, running back, flex spot, Michael
0: Thomas? I like London. My pick, I, I like London. I don't think you can go wrong there, but my pick, I'll just just to be different, I'll go with Michael Thomas. He I still think they're they're disrespecting him. This is a guy who we've seen be a top receiver in the league. I know he's coming off an injury, but eight targets, nine targets the first two weeks. He's there. I think he can uh he can certainly show up and have a big day.
2: You know, I'll go with Michael Thomas. London against Seattle just worries me a little bit, especially they're talking so much about getting Kyle Pitts the ball here. So I'm going to go with this. Hopefully it doesn't come back to Birmingham, Joel, trying to trying to spike okay. me with the wrong pick here. But I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. I'm feeling, feeling like he's a safer play for a flex play than a Drake London who I had him on some leagues. He helped me win our Win Daily League. How are you guys doing in Win Daily League? Are you guys – Joel, are you in the Win Daily League or no? I wasn't invited. Yeah, right. We invited everybody, so you You, you ignored. Ignore, I actually opened it up for Dave to come in. Well, now we have 14 teams. Dave, how are you doing? One and one. Got, got a better week this week. Um,
1: You know, some of the things started clicking. Yeah, Allen is obviously a stud, but um, yeah, it's one and one right in the middle of the pack, which I'm okay
2: with. Very bad week one, but, you
1: know, good rebound. One and one in is this fine, week.
2: man. Yeah. yeah. I saw your two and one Two and o, two. yeah. Thanks to everybody who let me get Cooper cup with the six pick six or seventh pick, whatever ridiculous number it was. I didn't think I was getting him. So happy about that. I got Jalen hurts. I got, I wanted Lamar Jackson. One of you guys took it right before me. So I got stuck with Jalen hurts. That kind of worked out. And my rest of my team's been pretty solid. I already got an injury to Eli Mitchell, which kind of hurt, but my running backs a little suspect, but hanging in there, Won pretty easily uh, both weeks. So Pretty happy so far, man. But talking about survivors, well, uh, I got to finish first, my draft. Oh, we 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 care about you. All right, what yeah, you got left like that's all right. look, we, look, we care I, about you.
1: I only got a few bucks left. I and you started talking Saints. Why not? I'll go back to my boy Juwan Johnson. He's had twelve targets in the first two weeks. I'm doubling up on tight ends. Sometimes that strategy actually works in DFS, especially because they're one of the the one position, the one skill position that you can dip below that three thousand line. Um, so, you know, I, I like him in this spot again, maybe you can steal a touchdown from Michael Thomas and we can talk Drake London next week.
2: Now, real quick segment before we go into survivor and our favorite stacks and some strategy talk, who are we really looking out for? We know Mike Evans is out. Do we have any word yet on Keenan Allen? It's probably too early to talk about Gabe Davis. Um, James Connor got to look at him who are we really Looking at for injuries, I know it's it's Tuesday. It's kind of early in the week. But if you guys have any thoughts here about injuries and then also Michael Pittman, if these guys are out, who are we looking to replace them with? Are there spots that we want to flock to? Or are we pretty much staying away uh, with the situations that we're looking at right now?
1: Uh, I'll give you one. I Kamara, I really got to keep an eye on. Carolina's bad in the rush defense. I know they held Saquon to a little bit better. Um, and control him a little bit this week. But still, I I think if Kamara is there, it's probably going to shake up what I do with Juwan and some other people. So um, I'm keeping an eye on Kamara.
2: Are you playing anybody if he's out, or is it just if he's in, you no. kind of like him? If he's out, no. you're not going to Mark Ingram or or Taysom Hill or anything like that, right? Right. If he's in, I, I might
1: flex out of some of the receivers like a Thomas or a Johnson. I, this could be a different script if he's playing. Um, so that that's really where my eye is.
2: Yeah, it's looking like um, Pittman has made some good progress, whatever that means. So we still got to keep an eye on him. I was shocked how bad Indianapolis played. Now, Joe, from a a perspective of Indianapolis, is this team terrible now? Like, they, like, going to get washed by everybody if you lose the way they lost in the first two weeks? Like, is KC just going to roll into town and win by 30? Is that why DraftKings took out the minus 10? Because they are worried about the Colts getting smashed here. Is this a spot that you're staying away from Chiefs because you think it's going to be a blowout? It's a layer in play. Talk about this game a
0: little bit. So, I actually go the opposite. I actually like the Colts here. Uh, Let's keep this in mind. The Colts are probably closer to what we thought they were than what we see in the first two weeks. They played in a division. Yeah, it was a terrible game. They haven't looked good. There's a lot of concerns there. But... And my gut my gut tells me they'll end up being the team we thought they were gonna be, or at least closer to that than what we've seen. Uh, I you know, weird things happen in division rivalry games. That's what happened last week. Now they're gonna come out this week and what's gonna look like a must win to turn the season around. I think they're gonna have a get right spot. They're gonna surprise some people, they're gonna have a huge day with Jonathan Taylor. I'm actually probably gonna take the Colts to win the game.
2: Whoa, whoa, to win the game outright.
0: Yep, My suggestion would be to take the points, but I think they're going to win the game.
2: Okay. Um, if James Conner is out, are you looking to, to Benjamin here as a nice salary saver against a tough defense in the Rams? And my second question to you, Joe, if Keenan Allen's out again, are you locking Mike Williams or or flocking to one of the cheaper guys like a Elv- Everett or a Palmer?
0: I think I'm more interested in if – Keenan Allen's out. I think finding those pass catchers, or even if that means loading up more on Eckler, I just think the opportunities in an offense that's that good with one, a guy who takes that much of a target you out are going to be there. Go find them, right? Whoever it is, just target somebody. If you want to just put more emphasis on Eckler, I'm happy with that. If you want to look at Palmer or Carter or some of those other secondary receivers, I think that's a good idea too. Mike Williams certainly seems like an, in a good spot in that situation. So um If Allen plays, I think the ball gets spread out a little bit more, and so it's harder to really focus there. But with him out, it tells me to go go pick somebody.
2: Yeah, with him out, I think it's a good spot to go ahead and go to Mike Williams first. I like Gerald Everett probably second. I think most people will come off and go to Josh Palmer. And he got that late touchdown, but he wasn't, like, as involved that we thought he was. Gerald Everett looked to be more targeted and got a little bit lazy on that one play that kind of cost him the game. But – Stacks, Dave. I stole your Jalen Hurts stack. But is the are the Eagles going to be your number one stack going into Sunday on the main slate, or do you have some other stacks that you're looking at? Yeah,
1: you know, I got a few. But let me just answer a question from the the, the crowd real fast. Asking about Raheem Mostert. Um, interesting play, right? Um, he did get a little bit more of the touches uh recently you know in this last game but that that was such a wild shootout game I almost feel like that's the pace of the game that we're going to see again this week uh I'm not sure I'm in love with him Buffalo's sitting here ranked third in rushing DVOA um so you know yeah he can get some touches yeah he's cheap yeah I could see him mixing him in um but I, w- I wouldn't be in love with him that, that's just where I'm sitting but um back to your stack question I, it, it eagles are right there. Um, but it's still, um, the teams over there in Buffalo and Miami, as well as Minnesota and Detroit. So I find we could get two game stacks there that could be pretty nasty. And I almost lean towards the Lions Vikings one more than anything. I think we know those two defenses are bad. I think we know those two offenses are decent. Um, so I, I like the Cousins, Jefferson, even some Cook, and I even like the Swift. And um, St. Brown, so th- those are the ones I'm probably looking at a little higher than the Eagles because the Eagles could play. They really distribute it all around.
2: Joe, what do you think about – you just mentioned Kansas City. What do you think about Buffalo and Miami? How does this game play out? Buffalo is favored by five and a half, going to Miami. Miami's coming off a huge win. Um, Buffalo has been steamrolling every team starting this year. They have one goal in mind, which is to win a Super Bowl here. But the Dolphins with Week. And Waddle looks to be an explosive combination. Bill's defense, probably the best defense that they're going to face. And the Bill's offense, probably the best offense they're going to face as well, even better than Baltimore here. Thoughts on that game, especially after a week where that was the stack that you needed to have?
0: Well, you are looking at the highest total on the slate. So there's something there. This Bill's offense, if they're not the best offense in the league, they're certainly a top three. So I think the Bills' offense is going to put up points. I think where I put a little pause is the Bills' defense is also top five. The Bills' yeah. defense is really good. I I don't two is not going to have six touchdowns right now. I'm not saying two. One. I, I can see the scenario where this team, you know, this game gets to be a bit of a back and forth, but it's not going to be six touchdowns. He's not going to do what he did last week. It, it's going to be look a little different than that. Uh, I prefer the Buffalo side of this game, obviously uh because i think there's less there's more question marks on the Miami defense who I don't think is a poor defense either. Um but I just I I I I have there was a really good situation last week where Tua could go off and he's not gonna get that this week.
2: Yeah I kind of agree to that this game but it could be there's an explosive offenses in both sides too. This is gonna be the better I wouldn't say better than the Rams offense, but it's pretty close to it. They're very balanced. They have a, you know, a way to get down the field as well with Tyreek and Waddle. I like the Bills in this spot um, better than the Dolphins. But like you said, highest over under. Dave, one other question here. You guys both talk about this. Any love for the Arizona versus the Rams, uh, late hammer, four o'clock game, total 49 and a half. Rams favored by three and a half. Obviously, Cooper Cup is great. At football, he does it every single week, but he's 9,900. It's a tough team to stack at that price tag. And Kyler Murray did it himself. AJ Brown, AJ Green drops passes. Marquise Brown kind of overrated. Zach Ertz kind of hurt. Dortch is okay. They don't have James Conner here. I could see this game getting out of hand here, but any love for a potential game stack in Arizona?
1: Yeah. On the Rams side. I mean, listen, Arizona was shut out by half last week. They, and you know, they were, I think they might have scored three in the first half against Kansas city. It was low.
2: Definitely should have lost that game. Terrible job by the Raiders.
1: Oh, absolutely awful. They took their foot off the gas pedal car was rolling and they just tried to win that game, you know, you know, by just getting first downs. That's just not the way you win the NFL these days. So, um, Arizona, I don't really have a lot of love for their stack. I think they have to play in the right situation to have these comebacks to get them points, and I'm not willing to rely on that. But I am – I have interest on the Rams side. I think Rams could put up numbers similar to what Kansas City did. This is a bad Arizona defense, bad, bad, bad. Um, Cup will be in play. Robinson will be in play. Um, You could even see some Higby. Uh, I could get – I could get in love with them. I think Henderson has a bounce back week too. I'm just a little scared of what they're going to do with the acres thing when Henderson wasn't great last week. So, but I could see some Rams stack. Joel,
2: well,
0: I think well, – I, 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 yeah. Go. I was, what I'll add to that is let's not forget last week. Uh, the Cardinals found a way to take Adams out of the game, right? And we haven't seen anything that's looked impressive from anyone else on this Rams offense but Cooper Cup. So, I mean, obviously the clear play to me right now, if I was this Cardinals team, is let's just take Cup or Cooper Cup out of the game and make Robinson beat us at this point, right? Because he hasn't, they haven't shown it yet. Um, and I think that's probably it. Now, obviously that's probably the game plan of a lot of defensive coordinators and it doesn't always work. So I'm not saying that's going to work, but I'm sure that's what they're going to try to do is just try and take him out like they were able to do last week with the Bonte Adams. So at $9,900, i am looking to convince myself why I don't want to play him at that high salary, and that's kind of how I'm getting behind it. Joe, I think you might go in a certain direction, but low owned
2: stack. Who would be the low owned stack that you kind of <laughs> like? I, I'm assuming you're going to say Joe Flacco, but let, let's put you to the test here so I can notate it again.
0: If you're going to go with Flacco and double down on this dude, um, I could go for another stack. You know, Flacco worked out for my draft. Uh, I'm not sitting here saying I love Joe Flacco this week, everyone go play him. That's not my that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is, though, this Jets seems doesn't look to have a great running attack. And even their running game seems to be short passes, which is just great for Joe Flacco. Right. He can find a really cheap way to find value at 5300 by selling a lot of short passes to the backs, screen passes. They're going to be behind getting some dump off. So, again, fantasy isn't about how good you are in football. It's just how you get the mm-hmm. fantasy points. And this Jets team can find a way to just to be productive in the air. So therefore, I, I do like this Flacco and stack him with Garrett Wilson, who I think like do you guys exi- I hope none of my friends are watching this in my fantasy league. In my fantasy, I'm bidding most of my fab on Garrett Wilson. I think this that wasn't a mistake oh, last week. I think Garrett Wilson's going to be a really great player, and uh, and I still think they're underpricing him here at 5400.
2: Yeah, I'll throw out one other name. It's going to sound terrible, but Geno Smith at five thousand, pairing him with Lockett or Metcalf. Is a cheap little build. Atlanta's getting just getting scored on that defense is terrible. So if you want to go cheap in a GBP, I, you know, it probably ends up being close to what you called out with Gino at at 5,000 and then Lockett at 5,800. Nobody's going to play it. Gino's been better, and this is probably his worst defense that he's going to go against. Like he, he didn't put up much, but San Fran and Denver's D are two really tough Ds. He's running the ball a little bit as well. I wouldn't be shocked if Gina goes out there against Atlanta and puts up 250, two touchdowns or three touchdowns at 5K. You get 15 out of him and Lockett. It. Lockett it can break a big one. He caught 100, you know, went for 100 yards against San Fran. This is definitely a softer matchup here. So I think it's a little sneaky snack. I don't know about a, a full game stack. because I think Seattle's defense is pretty good here probably Maybe you can run it back with Jake London. and wouldn't run it back with anybody else. Maybe Pitts if you want to, but definitely a lower-owned play. Joe, this might be the farthest I've made it in a survivor pool ever. I usually <laughs> lose the first two weeks. I don't want to jinx it right now, but I made it through two weeks on the DraftKings, whatever they call it, a milli Maker, whatever it is. I'm two weeks through. I was kind of looking at Kansas City as a spot um you kind of get me scared already so survivor picks let's talk this out i've already used baltimore and last week i used the rams which they somehow made me sweat for no apparent reason i don't even know how the hell it got that close but let's talk some survivors i was thinking kc as an obvious choice they got one of the best you know matchups on the board one of the highest spreads outside of kc you got the Chargers, which kind of scare me because the Jaguars have been playing good. You got the Vikings, which I don't want to go against the Lions. I think the Lions are a pretty good team here. Um, Ravens I already chose. So, Eagles, I haven't chosen yet. But in division against uh, Washington worries me a little bit. And there's not much else on the board. So, like, I'm, I'm really leading on KC. And now you got me word. You prefer – a different team over KC,
0: knowing that I picked the Rams and Ravens already. Yeah, so I will say this is a tough week for survivors. It's not like an obvious play. You really got to make a, a tough choice here, as you know. I don't like it. I, I truly do think the Colts are gonna win this week. I I really think listen, I we see in the NFL, you're surprised more often than not, right? And the, the surprise happens because this team looked bad for two weeks. This is a game they have to win, like. They go at 0 3. Their season's almost over. So,
2: if Michael Pittman's out, like I'm definitely going to take the Chiefs. But if Pittman's in, maybe you can sell me off it. But continue with what you're saying.
0: I I, I actually think the Colts are going to win handily. I just have a feeling I might, I like the Colts a lot. So, my pick for you is actually going to be the Chargers at home, having the, the Jaguars come out. The Jaguars have looked good. I go back to, like I said, as we see it, that's why the the spreads are what they are. The books price it this way. Teams typically are what we thought they were, even though they've looked a certain way the first couple weeks. They tend to average out to what we think they are, and the Jaguars probably aren't as good as they looked, and the Colts probably aren't as bad as they looked.
2: Dave, help me out, man. Chiefs or my second pick would probably be the Chargers. If Keenan Allen plays, um, he's the guy that I'd probably go to. But what's your thoughts here?
1: I listen, I I liked Arizona a little bit last week. So and, and that's kind of in the sense that Joel is leaning here with Indy. I, I think it is a tricky spot for KC. Um I'm not gonna say outright like him, but I do like the Colts with the spread six and a half. Um so if you like them with the spread, maybe I'd avoid that game, go with the home team. But for me, I'm telling you, I'm still alive. I'm going Cincinnati. I, I listen. Jets scary, man. They scared nothing out of me. They were down <laughs> freaking 13 points to the stupid Cleveland Browns. Got a lucky onside kick. Um, and then week one, they just were just dominated by a Baltimore team. We just saw let up what a million points to the Dolphins and the jets can only manage what six, seven, nine. I don't know something in single digits. So I, Bengals aren't going 0 three and, and they're going to get it fixed quicker than um we think i do they get back to the playoffs maybe maybe not but uh they'll get right this week i I like i really do i think this is one where public's all hyped up about the jets i think bengals get right
2: who did you take the first two weeks if you don't mind me asking
1: no not at all last week was san fran for me Uh, another one where i said hey in the mud in week one can't really you know judge that game they came back and maybe jimmy g saved me maybe in week one was baltimore so i'll be two out of three against the jets
2: Okay. All
1: right.
2: Uh, I like Cincinnati. That was good. Yeah, I think they can. They they're a backup here if I wanna sway it over, but I don't know, man. The Jets, I think defensively they're they're pretty good. They're not a bad defensive team. Bengals have holes. Uh I can see I can see the Jets winning before I see the Colts winning. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know. And I I don't know. Cincinnati's look pretty bad, man. They lost to the Steelers and Trubisky, like yeah, oh, no, I get it. Yeah, get it's, it's it. a little scary, man. I want to go with the chalk to some extent. So then I'm it's Chargers
1: try- for me. I like Joel's pick with the Chargers. I think have
2: yeah, Keenan plays, they're going across country. Yeah, yeah I get. Yeah, it's it's probably. And, and the guys are a little like,
1: you know, hyped up too, right? We're a little, we're a little jumping a little bit too far with them. I think that they have a really
2: cool. good defense. I think I think the Chargers are probably the most complete team outside of Buffalo, where they really don't have any real weakness they have a running game they haven't established they got good wide receivers great quarterback and a really good defense their defense might be their best spot you know they really improved on that side so they'll bring the pressure to lawrence they got a shutdown corner that can maybe line up with christian kirk and slow him down a little bit so i like that play joe last thoughts man you've been crushing gpps how did you do last week i didn't get to talk to you how did you do with your NFL on any big hits this week. I know you crushed NCA football.
0: I was in the, uh, the, the, the big mega millionaire. Oh, really? I cashed. I cashed. I didn't make okay. a million dollars, but I cashed. So I made some money. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, I had, I had golf and I'm on Ross Brown and I had Hill. So that, that was enough to kind of get you over the top. Um, I don't know which tournaments I'm going to be playing this week, but, uh, but, you know, check us out. Check me and Dave out on Friday night. We'll be doing the, the college football show. And we've been hot with our college football picks, too. Yeah. Pretty much picking. I've been winning every week so far this year, continuing here from last year. So check us out there Friday night at, at 9 o'clock.
2: 100%. All right, before we let go, one last question. Joe, who's going to be on a Million Maker lineup this week? Or which stack is going to be on a Million Maker lineup? You, you choose those two questions either way you want to go. Dave, same way about you
0: uh i'm gonna go with get your shares of the vikings and bounce back um get yourself some justin jefferson they are going to make sure he is fed healthily this week
2: all right justin jefferson million maker lineup dave who's on your million maker lineup winner
1: yeah I'm, I'm going in the game but i'm going on the other side and i do like the vikings believe me i do i think that's a great call um I, i'm gonna go with the lions i just think at this point, the the pace they want to play at and just the way that, you know, he's got his team all fired up, um, you know, onside kicks whenever he wants. Like, I, I just think they're, they're a team that's going to want to play these high-powered games. And uh, I, I wouldn't even hate playing golf like Joel had last week. But St. Brown, um, obviously Swift. So, I and Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson's – Goddard had a great game the other night, even though he didn't get in the end zone. So, I like that stack.
2: Yeah, I like that a bunch too, man. I think that's a great call. Goff is too cheap. St. Brown for right now is still too cheap. Swift is affordable. And Jefferson is the only guy you really got to pay up for, but he should be in a nice bounce back spot. I'll go with – I'm going to go with what I went in with. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts with Mm -hmm. a a combination of A.J. Brown. I think it's back to A.J. Brown day. He's going to have a monster game over 100 yards, probably close to 10 receptions. If Washington can keep this game close at home – which is the scary part, but Wentz has the revenge narrative, so hopefully he figures out a way to keep this game close enough, long enough where you get max potential out of Jalen and A.J. Brown. And the tough part is not really so much on the Philly side. It's getting the Washington side right because they have four legitimate weapons in the wide receiver and tight end core where if you don't get that right, that becomes a problem. But Carson, look, he has the weapons around him. Both defenses. I know Philly's defense looked great yesterday, but Detroit went out there and scored a bunch of points mm-hmm. on them. This is an division game. So, you know, hopefully they, they let up some points here and, and get it going. Definitely check us out on winddailysports.com. I don't know if you guys have seen the player prop model for prospects, but that's been doing great so far this year. Got projection models, a lot of optimized winddailysports.com. So use promo code win-big, WinBig to lock in for a free week. Uh, one quick question: Bucks defense in play this week? Definitely in play. Uh, sure, I don't mind week. it. You you're, you're going I, I really against every week. Yeah, There's, you're going against you're going against Green Bay, so a little bit tougher. This might be a slower pace game with you know running on both sides. Don't hate the play at all. I think it's definitely in play. Um, the defense is a little bit tough this week, man. It really is. So take your shots. All you really need is a ball to bounce your way. There's nobody up top, like Casey's up top. The Chargers, definitely good spot up top. But I'm not paying $3,600 for the Bengals. Um, The Saints, I think, are probably in the best spot overall. You know, going against Carolina and Baker Mayfield, who's atrocious. (laughs) I'm not just saying that to say that, that he's really bad. And and the Saints D is good. It is kind of shut down um, Tampa. So they'll definitely be able to shut down Carolina, I think. So I think the Saints D in play – Bucks in play. Ravens bounce back. They're going to be pissed off of what happened going against a slow offense. I think they're in play. Philly's in play, too. If you're not stacking Jalen Hurts, um, don't mind Philly. They just shut down a better offense in Minnesota. And then outside of that, Tennessee, not really. I think Seattle's in a great spot against Atlanta. Um, Jets against Cincinnati, I would play as well. But then after that, no Arizona for me, no Jacksonville. Joe, you can you can sell them on Indianapolis if you want, but I, I'm off that. And you you know love for Indianapolis defense, right?
0: Not for fan. I, I I still think they're going to win the game, but no, I don't think we need to play their defense against Pat Mahomes.
2: Make sure you put a dollar on the Colts money line just just for your own good, man. A dollar. Oh, there's,
0: there's going to be more than one dollar. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not kidding.
2: I think they're going to win the game. All right, you're going to sell me off you're going to definitely sell me off this uh survivor bet but good luck to everybody we have a thursday night slate there'll be a thursday night showdown article and video your guys show on friday's covering college football and then we got oh shit thank you lord the matches hit a home run i think thank you the game. yes why why what? i need the to- else-
1: no, the Phillies are only two games up on the Brewers. I need you
2: guys, and we're losing. They're, they're up 7-4, bro. So can <laughs> you guys actually do your job and beat the damn Braves, please? Like, do a job, Dave. Beat the Braves,
1: please. Now I want to be that last wild card spot. I need to play St. Louis and not you or the Braves.
2: So we're good. <laughs> don't, you don't want to help me out, man. Don't want to help me out. But, yeah, that's looking good. They partied last night. That was kind of fun. Hopefully the Braves finally lose a game, but yeah, Lindor has hit a three-run home run. It looks like or a grand slam. I don't know. They were, but they, they took, were
1: down four-three. So I think it's grand slam.
2: Yeah. So yeah, he just hit a grand slam to put them up three. So I'll take that. What color that. is his hair? What color is his hair? He's wearing a do rag, so I can't really <laughs> tell right. right now. I can't really tell right now. I might do I, that. I might I'll, do take that dur- I'll take a do. I'll take a do rag over over blue. Um, blue <laughs> yeah. hair any single day. And on that note, you saw LeBron James finally went bald and shaved his entire (laughs) head. So that's definitely something that was definitely needed. So I don't know why I didn't do it earlier because everybody's making fun fun of his receding hairline. You might as well just take it off and just, just rock the bald head and people now, the only thing I don't like about him doing it, they're now comparing him more to Jordan and Kobe because like Jordan finally went to the no hair and Kobe went to the bald head. So now they're putting LeBron on that same pedestal, which I'm not really a fan of, but Good luck to everybody. We are out of here. We'll be back. Like I said, watch the PGA show on Wednesday. Watch your guys' show on Friday. Pretty much doing shows every single day of the week. And obviously on Sunday, we'll be back with the live stream as well, going over lineups and all that kind of good stuff. So we're out of you guys. Good luck in your contest. I'll probably beat you. And Joel, if you want to help me with my Win Daily League, help me with pickups, you know, we can share it to you, man. We can we can beat up on everybody. We're 2-0 right now. So if you want to help me out, I'll, I'll share my lineups with you. you. Tell me what to do. All right, I'm in. All right, man. We're out of here. See you guys later.